Thanks so much for downloading this episode of I'm No Export and supporting the show. If you want to support the show even more, go to patreon.com slash noexpertshow. Joey, hi. Chris, hi. How are you? Great, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Welcome, thank you. Welcome, thank you. And, and you, dear listener, welcome back to this week's episode. Welcome back to I'm No Export. Export? You said export on the oops on well, the on the know, station that, advocation thing. You know, you, just you know did. that's live. <laughs> that's happening in real time. You know, that's why we have to do the edits. Yeah, <laughs> to edit things out I'm of the no show. Export. <laughs> More export. <laughs> I'm only in, we only import here at. <laughs> I'm no export. <laughs> I'm no export. <laughs> Uh, noexpertshow.com is the website. Twitter.com slash noexpertshow as well as facebook.com slash noexpertshow are the uh, social network places and things that you can find us there. Soon to be Periscope. Yeah, we could Periscope this if we had a setup that was... We tried it last time and then it was like too, too Well, much, then I was like, we were work. like trying to talk to people on Periscope and also do the show in a normal way so and it just did not work yeah we should you know we should just do just like hack into twitch and just stream it on twitch someday and have yeah, like a not? camera set up or something figure something out i don't know yeah how long before someone just says you're not playing any games and then just, just say, gives us money anyways just says like gaming talk shows there it is that's our Are, is that allowed yeah okay. and they have djs do sets on there so i feel like I mean, if we just sat, drank beer, and talked about games all day, I'd be down. I mean, I don't think drinking beer on the air is against their terms and conditions. Well, it's cider. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's cider. A- apple cider. It's apple juice. Foamy exactly. apple juice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have to know. <laughs> oh, you could just do it off camera. You could, mm-hmm. you could just do when it... Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Oh. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> every every you know, few minutes, just boop. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, what are we, we're drinking today, uh, it's a special episode because Joey and I spent three and a half hours. Yeah, about. At, uh, the Indiana Microbrew, Microbrewers Festival. Yes. Uh, 2015, 2K15 Ew. at Military Park here in Indianapolis, done by the Indiana Brewers Guild, put on by them. 150 different beers or brewers or some kind of stats i don't remember silencing your phones oh um my God. <laughs> i probably could just like look it up but uh yeah we uh we went out there it was so hot oh my god so much water beer and pretzels yesterday it was all it's all just a blur to me at this point it was we um this was our second brew festival together our first was at Winterfest, Winterfest, which you can go back into the archives and listen to, which it was a little, it was a little weird, but it, it was, was fun. a little weird. Yeah, um, we decided to do something different for this year's this show because I was a little, a little much hectic, to, to hectic, and a little much to edit down the next day. <laughs> I think I had way too much work. I had over three hours of just raw, just recording, and then had to go <laughs> in and just cut it down to like the best of snippets. Yeah. So it's a fun episode. To uh, to go back and kind of get a condensed version of our experience at Brewfest, mm-hmm. uh, Winterfest, um, 
I'm trying to look up how many brewers. But are this up. one was we just decided let's just go drink, have fun, log it everything right. on our Untapped. If you want to go check us out on Untapped, you there's a full list of what we tried. Um, we missed a few because there's a few that we couldn't find on Untapped. Right. And then at the end, we were just like steamrolling through. We were just like. We just like the last five minutes, we must have tried like five beers, <laughs> like oh, yeah. just a beer a minute, just going rapid fire. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, at Mil- we uh, we kind of did, we did things right. I think this year we brought water or bottles, mm-hmm. you know, bar- or jugs of water. Yes, we brought pretzel necklaces that yes. were substantial. Yes, uh, we wore comfortable shoes. Yes, um, we wore matching bandanas. Yes. So we could identify where each other were in the masses amounts of people. Just in case we got lost, which right. thankfully did not happen. But the first tent that we went to was Hopcat. And guess what? They were bring, giving out bandanas. Yeah, black bandanas. But ours was red and blue. So right. that would have been a non-issue. But, yeah, and so people just, you see people walking around Brewfest with these, you know, black bandanas on them. Just so the summer of... Catch the, catch the sweat that was just right. coming off of everyone. So It was really hot. Uh, I think there was probably what, six or seven different tents all set up, and then you'd walk to the different tents, and... Yep, uh, about about that many, and then, let's see, like fif- 15 maybe in each in tent? In each 15 tent. breweries? 15 or 20, if 15 I feel or, like. Yeah. Just like just giving out, just giving out samples, and I've hopefully I not hopefully, but we actually might have hit a lot of them. Not all a hundred and whatever, but no. we hit like so many. We, yeah, we, we also I we counted we just counted up today before before we recorded, and it was like thirty beer. We pro- we probably tried about thirty samples yesterday. Yeah, probably thirty different beers, maybe a little bit more, but um. Yeah, so you can follow us on Untapped, um, which is where we have logged everything. Uh, my new username is Cloudins, and I'll put a link in the episode description. And what's your name? Is it just like James Stockholm or Probably. something? I, I have could, to check. <laughs> let me look you up here real fast. Yeah, it's just James Stockholm. So I'll put Joey's yep. and my uh, Untapped profiles in the in the show notes, so you can kind of follow along as we talk about some of our highlights i think of the different beers we had um we're drinking we're sipping on some rail splitter you know keep the dream alive indeed and um fun fact for everyone uh yesterday um i think i'm allergic to hops (laughs) not really that just ipas yeah i think you have like a slight allergic reaction to like really really hoppy beers yeah um like the Phantom Assassin, I think, was like a double IPA mm-hmm. or something like that. Or like a white IPA, it said. And literally just started... I must have had like two IPAs in a row because I just started sneezing like... Uncontrollably. Uncontrollably. Like, um, yeah, I think that my like overarching thoughts of this compared to Winterfest is that it seemed... There, were, there had to be more people at Summerfest than there was at Winterfest. I would say that because the fairgrounds, that just area, seemed a little condensed, but it probably was bigger than what we thought it was. Yeah. But the military park was just huge. Like, there were so many people and there was just so many tents. It was... So, obviously, you have a lot more people coming. Yeah. So. And we didn't wait in line 
as much as we did at Winterfest, which is like the craziest thing. Like you'd go to a, you know a brewer in Winterfest and just wait for like maybe ten minutes, and then you finally get up there and then you'd like get your beer and like go and then like go stand in another line for ten minutes while you were drinking the beer that you just got. So yeah, it was kind of was... this a lot of waiting. Where here it was like maybe one or two people in front of you in each line. Well, we also avoided those long lines because there was one oh, i forget which brewery it was that had a super long line it was like do you want to get in this one you're like nope i was like okay <laughs> oh yeah three, i think it was three floyds yeah had three a big floyds. line dogfish yeah. head had a big line so all like the like like name like ones the people big ones have heard about. Yeah, yeah the big ones the so. big the big brewers there's a lot of like little guys too which i yeah, appreciated yeah uh not always like the amazingly best beer but you know when it's like one guy and like two kegs and you're kind of like okay let's go up and you know try it out yeah exactly and most of them i don't remember one that i really didn't like all of them were you know pretty good yeah i don't think there was anything that i absolutely hated hated now you had a we were having a discussion we were walking in about darker beers because it was so hot outside and we were worried that any kind of darker beers was going to be like awful. Yeah, we. Well, it's my my history with dark beer. As I've you know, I've said on this show, dark beers I feel like are more of like a cold weather drink. Yeah, makes and I'm sense. sure many people would agree with me. And you know, I was wondering how they're going to pull off like the stouts and the porters, you know, at at the brew fest. And it turned out they did really well. Like when they are chilled, like really cold, they're still pretty good and you know it sure they were still a little heavy for it being the summer yeah but you know as long as you have like i have like all the beers you try that day as long as a low proportion of them was uh stouts i think it was it was fine the the one that really stuck out with me was the ghost pepper stout yeah that was insane because it's it started off, and you're like, oh, this isn't, like, I don't understand why it's so spicy. And then, like, it hits you, and <laughs> you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, did we get that one logged? Yes. Um, I know that you... I, I logged that. I forget who... Who was it by? It was the Zildjian place, wasn't it? Oh, yes, the Z one. Uh, Zwang Zig Z. Um... <laughs> And notably, at the same at the same booth, and, and Joey and I didn't go in really wanting to get the same thing. We would always, most of the time, I think we just went in and got something, whatever we thought we wanted. So we would it would sometimes be the same thing, sometimes be completely different. Same brewery. I got uh, cucumber lime Kolsch. Oh, that was good. And man, was that a really delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am so obsessed with Kolsch's right now. It's unreal. <laughs> like every time I see a Kolsch somewhere, I'm like, Gotta ooh, I'm like, ooh, is it? I want to get it because I'm like very interested in the whole like history behind Kolsch. But it's going out of season already. I'm like, ugh. Oh, well. It's mostly a spring to summer beer. Um, yeah. And yeah, that was definitely a highlight from Zwang. Zwang right. Zig. Zwang Zigs. What was the ghost pepper one called? Ghost Pepper Imperial Stout ghost by pepper. Zwang Zigs. yeah um yeah i mean with like some of the darker beers i think the first did you get um dragon's milk at some point i did at new holland 
because that was the first dark beer was, we that tried. Was the first actually, dark, dark beer, and you said it was like very, very cold. It was very cold, and it was just as delicious. I remember. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, like I said, it was it was very cold, and they did it really. They did it right, and especially when it's super hot outside, you want all of, all of the beers obviously to be cold, but the stouts especially so because you know you don't want it to be, get warm and then just like oh why am i drinking like this hot coffee in the middle right, of it's the like, summer so right that's about the biggest problem and i th- and i think they did it's like a super good job of keeping everything pretty cold for the over because they were out there for longer than three and a half hours you could get early bird tickets and actually go at two o'clock my guess is they were there since like the morning probably, probably. getting set up and getting mm-hmm. kegs pulled in and mm-hmm. and lines tapped and yes. just the amount of ice yeah oh my god <laughs> i can't even imagine how much <laughs> ice that all those booths had to use that just that one day um i think another notable again another notable kolsch that i got was from shoreline um it's la kokiwa we Kolsch? I don't know. It's on my own. <laughs> I can't ever pronounce these names. Um, that was definitely oh, like... The, a, um, the Vacation Kolsch. Vacation Kolsch. From Daredevil. I didn't like that. Oh, I, you I got the... Okay, because at Daredevil, I got that. Ripcord. Okay. Yeah, okay. I remember now. I, I remember just being like, I don't... I wasn't really into it. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I don't... The Sour Mash. The Sour Mash. I was just about to say, the Sour Mash at... Um, books and brews yes. was really good excellent excellent so good i've i still really love those sours yeah they're good really good lord byron's sour mash by books and brews um i gave it like almost a four out mm-hmm. of five star rating on untapped there um, was one beer i gave five out of five. Oh, during the whole day yeah guess which one it was dragon's milk no uh, you know which one it was Oh, um, from Bruges. Yeah. Because, <laughs> of course, you love them so much. I do. The Belgian triple. The triple, triple de ripple from Bruges. Brasserie? Brasserie? Whatever. I don't know. It's from Bruges. It's from Bruges, which is a restaurant here in Indianapolis, not the city of Bruges in Belgium. But um, it is amazing. I love that beer. Um, it pretty much tastes like a liquefied banana. It's yeah, just like it's super, super good. So good. Um, but I did get the sour four stars out of five. Yeah, four beers out of whatever that is. But <laughs> Powerhouse Brewing Company, someone that I haven't heard about before, was there, and they did one point two one Giga Hops, which we both that got specifically good. just for the name, but turned mm-hmm. out to be a super like my surprise of the show. That that was the. That was the sneezing fest that started the sneezing fest right. for me. Like it was so hoppy and just so, just like boom. It was it was good, but man, did I start sneezing? Yeah. Um, Barley Island Brewing Company also had something notable. Uh, it was called Bum Rush Barley Wine. Also, very very excellent. Um, hmm. You didn't like it as much, I don't think. I didn't like it very much, but I can see why people would like it though. It was just wasn't really for my taste at yeah. the moment at least Barley that's what's hard about the beer fest though your palate gets so just overloaded right. so it's hard to really judge a beer like very well because normally you want to try a beer your palate is pretty much cleansed or you're just like 
have tried one or two other beers. So Right. And you're walking around and you're sweating and you're like trying to drink water to stay hydrated and you're trying to like eat pretzels so you can kind of clear your palate. So it's it's hard to like get all the subtle nuances out of every single beer. So you kinda have to take them at face value and say, Okay, in this like three seconds that I've had this, do I like it, do I not like it? Like it has to be just face value really and yeah you know and you paid you know 40 bucks for the ticket so you want to get your money's worth so you're going to hit every single brewery you can yeah hopefully hopefully yes hopefully (laughs) um you probably won't (laughs) realistically you probably won't hit i mean granted when you go to each brewery it's not just one beer it's like it could be three it could be six yeah it could be you know yeah, if you want, you can they, drink it, get back in line, get another beer. Right, like, or it could be like, oh, at 4 o'clock, we're going to put on this beer. And yeah, I remember that. 6 that o'clock. One, yeah, there's a lot of places that mm-hmm. would tap at different times during mm-hmm. the day or like that they That Jameson Stout. Oh, I just remembered. Jameson Stout. The Jameson Stout was really good. I forget. I don't remember. I don't think that was on Untapped, but I forget which brewery had that, but it was really good. Um, I think it was closer to the end. We couldn't find everything. We went to the Cask Tent pretty early which is always a good uh thing to do because that usually has the least amount of beer there and they run mm-hmm. out fast the quickest yeah so we i think we hit it up twice yes one at the beginning one at the end yes so we had a couple like special editions one-offs that will never appear again which is mm-hmm. pretty good um and you couldn't log them on untapped because they don't exist exactly <laughs> we probably could have added them manually but my uh one of my favorite beer names of the day uh-huh. was the very first one I got. Smells like Grandma's Tarts mm-hmm. from Burnham Brewing. Yes. Um, great name. I Sometimes I would go to these tents and just get it for the name. Like, I didn't really care what it was. I just see the right. name and go, oh, that looks fun. The Dude White Russian Java Porter, Porter by uh, that Crown was Brewing was that excellent. Was Love that. Um, sh- oh, I can't say that one yet because I'm just going to say the name. But I wanted to save it, okay? Because it was—it's my—it was my favorite of the show. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, Gummy Gummerson. Yes, that was wh- mm, which? That was from Brock Bottom. Brock Bottom didn't like it. Really? No. Um, Blackbeard's Delight, which was a rye by the Evil Czech Brewery, which I've never heard before either. The Evil Czech Brewery had a. Um, oh wait, did they have the Jameson Stout? I think that was where I got was the... Was that where you got the Jameson Yeah, style? and it was really good. Uh, out of Milwaukee, apparently. Oh, fun. So, I don't know... I also... Have 40 beers. Oh, God. You, uh... <laughs> you were really going, uh... Going crazy for the shot to the tart yesterday. Uh, yep, that's why I can't say... Oh, really? <laughs> okay, that's my that was my favorite of the show. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Shot to the tart by Triton was my you know hands down favorite yeah of the whole show i mean it was a sour but it was super interesting flavor profile wise it mm-hmm. was a lot different than any of the other like sours that i've had apparently um triton is they said it initially was an experimental beer that they were only going to have at brewfest but they had at brewfest a bomber of it sitting there with the wow. label and everything so they are taking they are this out it. of experimental phase and putting it into production nice at some point um that's maybe a... maybe during a break I'll, I'll look up exactly when it's supposed to be in bombers but that's gonna be 
Yes. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. 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 Um, what was? I mean, do you have a, like a top favorite that you can um. that you can remember? <laughs> That's the problem. Like everything, even though we we logged everything and try to rate everything as we did it, it's still mm. hard to be like, wait, how was that wine barrel saison? Because uh, like pretty much like, we had if if our listeners have never been to a beer fest or you know this specific one. We had these little, like, three-ounce cups of these plastic, like, just plastic beer bottles or glasses. And what happened was they gave us, just poured it into there, and it pretty much was like a shot, really. Yeah. (laughs) Just taking a shot of these beers, and you just kind of had to go off what you tasted from there. And then you would just go to the next brewery, see what they had, pick one. Hopefully be able to wash out your glass in between, not always the case. like. There's a lot of flicking. A lot of flicking. A lot of just, <laughs> I did see something that I, because you were outside um, at Summerfest that we didn't see at uh, Winterfest was people dumping beer. Yes. A lot. Yes. I saw that. Like people being like two sips, nope, and then just gone. And I cannot believe that. Like, yeah. I guess, I granted, everybody's palate is different. You may not like something, yada, yeah. yada, yada. But just dump it? Like, you're not even <laughs> offering it to somebody else? Like, I don't know. That, it's kind of like, I'll, I feel like there should have been, like, brewery police running around and, like, <laughs> see if somebody, like, dumped the the beer, they would, like, go and, like, handcuff them and be like, Sir Stroke Madam, you're don't. under arrest. <laughs> and, like, you don't waste beer. They throw them in the back of, like, a, of a huge truck yeah hot sun <laughs> like ha uh-huh. one thing that really surprised me was the little tooth coffee stout from mm. iked de brewing ike de brewing i-e-c-h-y-d iked de brewing okay and that that was really good um you know i i guess i'm i guess i'm gonna declare myself on this show a coffee a stout drinker stout and porter drinker Mm -hmm. and this one was pretty good i really enjoyed just the the coffee accents on it and it was i just really enjoyed it yeah that uh that belgian black cherry by black swan that was good we both had that that was really a a darker beer but really really yeah i mean i was surprised at just like how all the breweries would bring a good like nuanced selection like you would have their like maybe they would have their ipa and maybe their wheat beer but they would also have their their darker uh, they may have a stout maybe they have their porter maybe they have have like like a belgian strong or like yeah an experimental like there wasn't like oh it's gonna be hot so we're just gonna bring our pilsners our lagers and our ipas like yep so it was kind of it was nice to be able to to go in and sort of see all of those and and kind of see the difference that like seasonally that you get from now compared to what was in january yeah yeah um the january in at the Winterfest, you i remember seeing like bacon beer yeah i remember i didn't i didn't see that there this no i didn't see any kind of like we did see probably a lot of uh, maybe a few pumpkin beers i think yeah um with this one but this one was more a little more eclectic than the um than the Winterfest was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've been talking to a few people who are into brewing and who are, you know, 
breweries themselves and the big breweries like right now it'll be probably next month so at the middle to late august is when you're going to start, start seeing you're going to start seeing pumpkin beers fall beers already in the store it's not going to be november october because then you're people love fall man. yeah they, they love just, fall they love pumpkin spiced beer and yep. all that lattes lattes <laughs> coffee we did see bee coffee roasters again we saw them again we got some coffee from them i got something that was aged in um triton barrels from triton brewing and yeah, i think they, you got something from Mashcraft. yeah they so pretty much what they do is just they age the coffee in these alcohol barrels yeah, yeah like barrels that have been used for brewing already okay yeah you kind of like it's like cold brew so you can like soak them in the barrels and then they kind of get a little flavor of whatever was brewing in there which mm-hmm. is kind of cool um big coffee roasters is great i love them they're mike a great local place to go get coffee yeah, they're, downtown uh, or get ground coffee. They're downtown da- and somewhere else. Downtown and west side, I believe. The west side is where their actual roasting operation is. And then they have a tiny cafe uh, down the street from the State House and the Lucas Oil Stadium. Cool. Like an office building downtown. So I'll have to uh, check them out on the Google. The Googles, the, the maps, and everything. All right. <laughs> well, let's let's take a quick break um, and then come back and we'll continue our discussion of Winterfest 2015. Or Summerfest. Summerfest, Summerfest 2015. God, what is wrong Jeez. with my brain? I just screwed it up. I'm just like a bad radio person. Oh my God. Worst. I'm no expert. Our Summerfest 2015 recap show. You got it right that time. I did. Yeah, it's not Winterfest. It's Summerfest. Not Winterfest. Summer. Um, speaking of cool jams, cool uh, radio jams that we feature on the show, um, I'm hopefully going to be building a Apple Music No Expert Show playlist. Ooh. So all of the music that we've used in the show, or that I can still find, uh, will hopefully be on apple music and i will make it i'll build a playlist and you guys can go on apple music and stream that um while you listen to it while you listen to our soothing voices and right if you want to like mix it mix and show yourself yourself and like remix the show you could totally do that 
first person to mix Chris's playlist with our show gets an autographed picture of me. Of Joey. Of me. Yep. And Chris, but mostly And me. it's mostly Joey, I think. <laughs> I think it'll be like like Joey's face in the center and then like me like I'm like peeking like behind yeah. like hey. So, uh, the real talent. Right. <laughs> That's why you're always back on the show. You are the real talent. Exactly. Like, like I have to worry about, you know, I'm sliding the most now. returning guest. I, I have to slide these sliders and, and turn these dials over here and you're Yeah. I'm the face. Right. I'm, I'm the talent. You're the guy. You're the His writer is ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> Just bowls of pretzels. <laughs> Every week I look at it and I'm like, oh, do I really have to get that kind of... He wants specific organic pretzels, too. <laughs> Very fancy. I mean, he's a total diva. Yeah. Writer. It has to be pretzels at a certain temperature. Right. And I have to keep the apartment at a certain temperature as well. The lighting has to be... All the things have to kind of align. And then there's, a, there's a process. So we got to eat one pretzel... Take a sip of mm-hmm. temperature controlled water. Right. Eat another pretzel. Take another. So right. back and forth. So Pat, he has a very specific palate cleansing yes. method. Yes. That happens. One time he walked into the apartment and like looked around and just immediately left because yes. it wasn't the right temperature. It wasn't. He was like, it is 69 degrees in here. And I'm like, no, it's 74. And he's like, I'm gone. Actually happened. My agent told me it would be 69. So I'm leaving. <laughs> Oh man, I, this, I, that is like the funniest thing ever when you they they have those celebrity like writers. Yeah, just being like, well, here's some really weird things about these celebrities. I'm like, that's so weird, and ugh. I can I can't imagine like being I, a like a venue and getting that <laughs> for some like crazy like super popular like like Kanye West or oh, something. Yeah. And it's like, well, here's Mr. West demands. When here's his uh, his dressing room has to be at least sixty nine point five degrees Fahrenheit, right? His water has to be thirty three degrees Fahrenheit, just and it has to be freezing. like a certain certain water. All yeah. the labels have to be either peeled off or like turned <laughs> like blacked out. Or exactly something. half liter of water. <laughs> exactly. Exactly like, half liter of water. He he'll know. <laughs> he knows. Oh, I actually have his writer. His real writer right here. Let's see if I can bring it up. Um, let's see here. Let me, is it going to open? Can I open this? Okay, here we go. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> All rooms shall be clean and well presented. All, we'll, we will require four dressing rooms for artists and artists entourage only. Oh, my God. Uh, if venue dressing rooms are locker rooms, they shall be lined with pipe and drape. I'm not sure what that actually means. What? Many of these items are underlined, must have for artists. If item cannot be found, you must contact road production manager prior to show day. No substitutions may be made without prior consent discussion with road production manager. No Coke products are to be placed in the dressing room. And that's like bold all the way across. I guess Kanye West doesn't like Coke. Artist dressing room, Kanye West and male band, eight people. A mm. large, well-lit, secure, private-looking, heated, or air-conditioned, ventilated, clean dressing room for artists and artist staff upon load-in. Furniture includes nice living room style setup, including, but not limited to the following. 
full-size couch, love seats, coffee table, end table, lamps, eight-foot folding tables, standard folding chairs, full-length mirror, rolling rack, entertainment center, including TV, CD player, DVD player, Xbox 360, high-speed internet line, must-have. Must-have a high-speed internet line. Oh, my God. Catering, 24 500-milliliter bottles of non-carbonated spring, now-purified water. (laughs) 12 cans slash bottles of assorted soft drinks, Sprite. Zero Diet Pepsi, Seven Up, Ginger Ale. Isn't wow. Sprite a Coke product? Yes, it is actually. Interesting. <laughs> Two large bottles of Marintelli Apple Tropicana orange juices. Makes juice. What? Eight bottles of assorted flavors of vitamin water. People still drink that? I guess. That's gross. Can we go back to the wow he just wanted Diet Coke but no Coke? <laughs> Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi? Okay. Diet Pepsi specifically. Okay. Eight bottles in a, or uh, 24 bottles of Propel water must have. Ugh. It's even worse. One mm-hmm. hot tea setup, including kettle, one bottle of honey, three lemons cut into wedges, Splenda, throat, coat, tea, spoons, six ceramic tea mugs or glasses, one bucket of clean ice, 24 large plastic drinking cups, one cheese and cracker tray for eight, please cover with plastic wrap, one, two large fruit trays, please cover with plastic wrap, including watermelon, cantaloupe, pineapple, white grapes, red grapes, and strawberries. That's not, like, crazy awful. What? No, like, I've heard... Well, I've, you I've now know some, what I expect the next time I come on the right, show. Right, I mean, that, I haven't, I've heard of some, like, crazier... Oh, like, demands. Demands, Not, yeah. like, a long list, but, like, a... Just, just like really the whole, out of this world. you know, the stereotypical like has to have only red M and M's. Oh yeah, I've yeah I've heard about that. It's like what? Or like <laughs> one one bottle of Coke already opened for twenty four hours or something. Like, <laughs> oh my god, we need to start a hashtag weird celebrity. Uh, I'm sure there's a website like there, oh, there I probably will, is. weird celebrity writers. I'm almost I'm almost sure. Here, there you go. First, first hit first on hit. page six dot com. The most ridiculous celebrity writers. Um, despite a bit of diva rep, Nicki Minaj has some pretty simple requests: spicy fried chicken wings, two space heaters, candles that smell like baked goods, three different flavors <laughs> of chewing gum, and a cheese platter. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, Kanye West, Mariah Carey's writer requests Crystal and Bendy straws. For which to sip it, as well as two air purifiers, an assistant to dispose of her gum, another assistant to help her on staircases, and couches in dark colors with no busy patterns. Busy patterns. I don't know. Carrie also requests her room to be about 75 degrees Fahrenheit and filled with two dozen white roses and vanilla aromatherapy candles. Yeah, so Chris, I think there's too many busy patterns in <laughs> in, in, in the room. in the studio, so we're gonna have to fix that next time I come on. Okay. Well, uh apart from <laughs> celebrity writers That was a weird tangent that we just went that on. That really was <laughs> Um Any other like thoughts of Winterfest? Summerfest. Or Scott damn it! <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> Wow, someone what? really liked Winterfest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I like them both equally. Yeah. If I, I think about it. They e- that's that's a good one. So which one did you like most, Winterfest or Summerfest? Like, be honest. Like, yeah, I think I like Summerfest more because okay. it definitely felt like you could get to the brewers a lot easier and there's a lot more room to kind of spread out because there was... 
you know, you weren't kind of trapped in a building. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> really, you could you could basically kind of, like, walk to the edge of the park and sit down anywhere. Like, yeah. it's kind of, if you needed to kind of rest your legs a little bit and, like, kind of hang yeah. out. The bathroom situation was a lot better. Uh, yeah. A lot Even better. though it was porta-potties. There was about five thousand of them yes. compared to one. Bathroom. You were not, yeah. You were not gonna go. You were not gonna like wait on a bathroom no. anytime. But, um, yeah. So you, so you like, so you like Summerfest a little bit better. Yeah, I think I like Summerfest a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it was a different kind of like mood. I mean, granted, when we did Winterfest, it was us panically running around and trying to talk to people. Yeah. So, so it was a little kind of. I mean, I, that was fun, definitely. And uh, but summer fast, we did see the brew dog. Brew dog. Oh god, he uh, even poses for pictures. I know. Um, we'll put that in. I'll, that was on Instagram, so I'll put that in the show notes as well of Joey with the brew dog. Yay! And uh, such a cutie, such a cute dog. You know, yeah. I, I mean, they had food trucks there, which you didn't get at Winterfest. That's true. Um, That's very true. So if you wanted to get food, you could literally go and get a hot box pizza and carry around a pizza and eat. Which we saw a guy doing. So I think that was a definitely a very cool addition that Winterfest could do, maybe. I mean, being, yeah. having to like go outside or... Because I, I don't know if they could technically bring in a food truck inside and have it like running. Mm, no. I mean, that would kind of be... Depending on what yeah. it's doing, think of, you know, a fried fried food truck may... Nah, it would have had to been pre-made. There's no way you're gonna let a they would let a food truck in there. No, during Winterfest. So yeah, I think I loved, I definitely liked Summerfest a little bit more. I mean, what about you? Did you like Winterfest or Summerfest better? They, I don't know, because both of them had their perks. Uh, I liked kind of just being indoors because it was it felt more of like a convention type feel. Yeah, and that was pretty cool to just and it was you know it wasn't hot like. I wasn't walking around sweating. Like. That's true. <laughs> and but um, you know, but Summerfest, it just felt more open and just more like felt a little bit more free, more free to roam. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Winterfest, it felt kind of like compacted and it just everywhere. Just it was like craziness. Yeah, but, you were um, you were like in a crowd the whole time yes, during Winterfest. Yes. Whereas with this one, you know, we just it was it was it, but so I at the end of the day, I would say Summerfest. But Winterfest mm-hmm. was was still pretty fun. Yeah. But um, I did not enjoy the weather at Summerfest. Yeah. I like that it was nice weather. I'm I'm you know grateful that it wasn't raining. That's true. But that that heat. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think if it would have started raining, they would have just like people would just have to continue, right? Like, people would just keep going. Like they don't. People wouldn't care. People. I think if it would have started raining later on. People would have been too drunk to care. They would have just been like, whatever. It's just another variable I have to take into account. Right. And my clothes will be wet. Whatever. And, like, I don't think anybody was really there, like, with nice clothes or anything. No. So. It was definitely, like, most casual clothes you could possibly wear because you definitely exactly. would get a lot spilled of, on. And a lot of tanks, a lot of basketball jerseys, a lot of... <laughs> You just like really like leisure, leisure wear, leisure wear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> leisure wear, leisure wear. Joey's new line of hashtag leisure wear. Hashtag leisure wear. <laughs> the new line from Joey. Oh, that's great. But uh, yeah, so I I really enjoyed Summer Fest and all the beer that came with it. So I'm excited for the Winter Fest in 
whenever they <laughs> have it. Next, hopefully next January. January, something like that. Um, if you're looking for the next festival, festival, I believe at least in maybe not related to beer specifically, but the Spirit and Wine Expo, um, which is sponsored by Vine and Table, or they're like a they're the creator of it is actually happening in October. Oh, okay. So that is, I believe all the pumpkin beers or all the pumpkin wines, all the pumpkin wines. Apparently. Um, let's see if I can just search Indiana beer events. Yep. There we go. Uh, yeah. And I mean this, the Summerfest. technically it's the Indiana brewers guild, um, micro brewing festival. Mm-hmm. AK Summerfest. <laughs> um, so yeah, unofficially they are, Summerfest. They are. It is sponsored by the. Uh, and I guess, and I guess the Brewers Guild just does two events a year: the winter and Summerfest. Th- yeah, that's their biggest one. Um, they always kind of highlight and sponsor like the Bloomington Craft Beer Festival, which happened in April. Uh, the Brewers Cup, which just happened um, this past week, and I think. Yeah, I think the next big event from them is actually Winterfest again. Okay. I wonder at, like, beer competitions, do people have to, like, kind of do what they do with wine and, like, taste it and then spit it out? out? I don't know. Because I feel like, you know, you don't want to get drunk, obviously. Right. But, I mean, if you have, like, three-ounce samples... They could be, like, one-ounce samples. But, like, we were were drinking three-ounce samples, and I was drunk by, like... Well, we also drank, like, (laughs) we were also drinking in the heat very, very quickly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think there's a difference there if you're, like, sitting inside an air-conditioned hall and just sipping and then writing notes down. True, yeah. Different kind of different environment. So, um, did you say your favorite beer of the show? Did you have one? Um, I would say Triple the Ripple. Is my favorite. Okay. But a close second is the... Um, something that you didn't have before. Something, something that something I didn't have new. before. Yeah. I would say the Milk Tooth Coffee Stout. Okay. That was really good. That was like the one that I hadn't had before and it was like really cold and delicious. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I shot to the tart. Yeah. Triton Well, the Sour Mash and Shot to the Tart are oh, like... Oh, yeah. Are like in still top five for me. Like the Stouts and the Sours are like two things i kind of gravitate towards so absolutely all right well uh joey thanks for coming on the show again this week thanks for having me on thanks for listening to this special edition of i'm no expert uh for wrapping up of Summerfest. yeah 2015 nicely done don't forget you can follow us on twitter by going to twitter.com slash no expert show uh you can go to facebook.com slash no expert show as well as no expert show dot Com to subscribe to the show and leave us a comment and a rating on iTunes. You can also support the show by going to patreon.com slash noexpertshow and get exclusive bonus content that only patrons get, like last week's bonus beer. Hey-oh. Um, Joey, thank you for coming Chris, on the show. Good night, Chris. Good night, Joey. <laughs>